President Biden visited a farm in Minnesota this week where he announced more than $5 billion in new investments from his Investing in America agenda to advance rural prosperity, economic development, competition, and sustainability. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack joined him on the trip, and I spoke with Secretary Vilsack over the phone about the announcement and how the funding for the different programs involved will affect farmers. I'm Sabrina Halverson. Let's get into this week's Agnet Weekly. The energy program and the money that's going to be added for that, how can that help ag agricultural producers, the Rural Energy for America program? Uh, well, uh, I think two ways. Uh, obviously, to the extent that uh, farmers, ranchers, and producers utilize renewable energy, it will lower their utility costs uh, and allow them to, to basically redirect those savings into uh, a better bottom line for the family uh, or to continued investments in their operation. Secondly, I think it positions farmers who take full advantage of the Renewable Energy for America program uh, to potentially work together and collaboratively with other farmers in their area uh, where they are capable of producing not just the electricity they need for their own operation, but in fact can produce excess uh, electricity or excess power on the farm. The question is what, what can be done with that excess power? Well, it's possible as RECs, as rural electric cooperatives, begin to transition from a reliance on fossil fuel generation to more reliance on renewable energy sources for the generation of electricity to lower costs for everybody in their REC area, that farmers can band together and essentially pool that excess uh, electricity that they're producing and utilize that in a purchase agreement where the utility will basically purchase that excess uh, uh, electricity. Uh, that becomes a new income source. So in addition to lowering costs uh, over time, uh, our belief is uh, there's an opportunity for additional income to be generated. Now, the reason I'm confident that RECs will be interested in that is because we have uh, $9.7 billion in the New Era program and $1 billion in the PACE program uh, from the Inflation Reduction Act, which are, are designed to incent and encourage the RECs to consider that transition. And we've seen enormous interest uh, when we put these resources on the table. Uh, we've seen hundreds of RECs across the country express a desire with literally uh, almost a thousand projects uh, potentially uh, that would be interested in this transition transition uh, transition opportunity. Uh, so I think it's uh, not only reducing the cost for farmers, but it's also um, uh, significantly creating new income opportunities in the future. Another issue that is big for our farmers, and, and I'm kind of going backwards here as far as the funding amounts go, but the rural high-speed internet infrastructure, uh, the administration continues to work on that and helping to get internet to everybody in America. What will the new funding for this go to? Well, there are 200, $274 million being announced as part of our ReConnect program. Uh, the ReConnect program is looking at improving uh, access to uh, uh, or providing access to high-speed internet. Uh, many uh, communities have access, but it's not high speed. Some communities do not have any access at all. And, and this program, uh, we're announcing $274 million that will go to projects in eight states. We think that there will be uh, roughly 36,000 people across those eight states that will have access to high-speed Internet. They'll also have the opportunity to take full advantage of the Affordable Connectivity Program, which essentially uh, enables the individuals to get a tax credit that will offset the cost of uh, of, of a low-cost uh, uh, pro program uh, make, providing access to uh, the Internet. Now, the way in which this becomes important to farmers in an area that will take advantage of this program is that farmers will be utilizing 
the, the Internet for uh, precision agriculture, have a better understanding of the nature of their operation, of, of the condition of their soil, uh, of ways in which they can uh, significantly reduce potentially the amount of inputs that are, are required uh, on a particular acre based on data and information they can collect if they have access uh, to the Internet. Uh, this reconnect program is part of the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, or excuse me, a part of the uh, bipartisan infrastructure law. And the additional uh, part of that infrastructure law was to create an additional fund for the uh, Commerce Department uh, that is now being provided to individual states. Uh, and that money will essentially uh, be also utilized to expand access in r rural and remote areas that currently do not have access. Uh, those those uh, areas in every state that exist where the where the coverage just isn't what it needs to be, uh, and so at the end of the investment, once uh, all those resources are put to work, we should have a circumstance in America where nobody is being denied access to high-speed internet. Uh, and as you know, that's not just about farmers and precision agriculture. It's about distance learning uh, for, for rural schools. It's about telemedicine for rural hospitals and clinics. It's about small business market uh, expansion for small businesses and manufacturing concerns, uh, significantly expanding their reach. So it, it's incredibly important to economic opportunity, uh, which is why the administration has made a historic investment uh, in once and for all providing uh, high-speed Internet for all. And then economic opportunity actually is a, a good lead into our next, uh, my next question, and that was the biggest amount of spending uh, funding is going to creating jobs and supporting the rural econo uh, economy, um, and that was a $2 billion investment. How can our listeners in rural areas expect to see that in action? Well, that specific investment uh, is, is directed at what are called rural partnership network communities. Uh, these are 36 communities that are located in 10 states, and the 36 communities have something in common, which is that they have been persistently poor for decades, where the, uh, where the poverty rate uh, exceeds 20 percent and has exceeded that rate for uh, literally decades. And so these resources are essentially being uh, uh, awarded to, to communities in those 36 areas in 10 states in Puerto Rico in an effort to try to begin to reverse uh, the persistent poverty that they've seen. Uh, it's 20 different federal agencies basically working in collaboration with one another and the communities uh, to determine how best to make the investments to move it forward. Uh, I think uh, uh, the, for other communities that are outside the rural partnership network, it's the investments in infrastructure that are also important to note. Uh, when you improve uh, the reliability uh, and the affordability of rural electric, you're obviously making a big difference to everybody uh, in in uh, a rural area that's benefiting from an REC that's improving uh, its its transmission lines so that uh, the next storm doesn't knock them out. Uh, to the extent that you have more reliable uh, electricity, there's obviously a lot of benefits to that, uh, particularly in life uh, life threatening circumstances where you need to make that uh, that call or where you need to have power or you need to have uh, uh, your operating room at your hospital, for example, operating, you need renewable energy or reliable energy. Um, and so the investments that are being made in, in, in rural electric and, and also in water quality are, are specifically directed to, to the safety of individuals as well as to the economic opportunity that can be uh, created. And that's uh, those are a result of, of, of really historic amounts being invested from the infrastructure law and the Inflation Reduction Act. So when you look at the total package and then you look at additional investments that have been announced before. This is all new money. This is all new 
resources being made uh, available um, that were not available until now. Uh, when you look at the totality of investment that's been made by this administration in rural places, you can see that it really is historic and a, and a, and, and a generational uh, opportunity for real economic opportunity. Yeah, and, and again, you're kind of leading me into my next question, so thank you. Um, I was going to ask, you know, there there has been a, a fairly consistent investment in rural America from this administration, and now there seems to be a big push. Um, what was it that brought on the, this next wave, I guess, of really focusing on rural Americans? Well, I think uh, I had an opportunity to visit with the president recently, and I explained to him uh, the circumstances that have taken place over the last 40 years or so. Uh, in 1981, uh, then uh, Secretary Bob Berglund, Secretary of Agriculture at the time, uh, noted concerns about uh, the focus on productivity in American agriculture and raised uh, and suggested that perhaps this would lead to bigger farms and fewer farmers. Uh, and I don't think anybody fully understood and appreciated the level and extent to which uh, his, uh, his concerns uh, over the next 40 years actually uh, came to fruition. Uh, what we've seen is a loss of 437,000 farms uh, is, is since that 1981 report. Um, one, uh, 141 million acres of land that was at one time farmed is no longer being farmed because of cities expanding. Uh, so the question I think that I raised with the president is, whether are, are, are we okay with that? And clearly the president's not okay with it. He thinks there, there ought to be an opportunity for families to be able to say to their sons and daughters and grandkids, you have an opportunity to do what I've done, which is to farm a ranch and to pass it on to your sons and daughters and your grandsons and granddaughters. Um, when you have a, a, a substantial number of farms being lost, the question is why? Uh, and Pre uh, Secretary Purdue in 2019 suggested it was because the only option in American agriculture was to get big or get out. The president Biden directed me to, to essentially create another option. Uh, and over the course of the last two and a half years, we've been working to create that other option through climate smart agriculture, through re renewable energy, uh, through uh, the development of bio-based uh, bio products, through local and regional food systems, to more competition with processing, uh, to uh, lower fertilizer costs. All of this is designed to create new opportunities for farmers so that instead of getting bigger, getting out, they can get entrepreneurial. Uh, and the investments being announced today are just an, a continuation of that strategy to create new opportunities, uh, more opportunities, innovative opportunities, and to improve the infrastructure that will allow those opportunities to, to, to really take hold. Um, and I think you're going to continue to see that from this administration. So, you know, my last question is, is there anything else that you want our listeners to know or any other key points that you just really want to make with them? Well, I, I think uh, just one other point, which is... Uh, the reason we do this is because this is a very important place in America. Rural America is incredibly important to the entire country. It's where our food comes from. A significant amount of our water is impacted by what happens in rural places. Uh, most of the feedstock that, that generates all the power that we use to you know, put our, plug our computers in and turn on the lights and operate our businesses and farm, all of that comes basically from rural places. It's the iconic landscapes of the country are located in rural places, and it disproportionately sends uh, sons and daughters into the military service. So it's an important important place to America. Uh, and I think this administration, by making these investments, is, is really uh, trying to suggest and indicate to, to all of America uh, that economic opportunity can't be just in the suburbs, can't just be in the urban centers. It's got to be across the country. And as the president likes to say, zip code shouldn't be 
uh, a determinant of economic opportunity, and we need to rebuild and strengthen the middle class from the bottom up and the middle out, and there's no better place to do that uh, than in rural places. Thank you once again to Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack for that phone call. That is this week's AgNet Weekly. I'm Sabrina Halverson. Thanks for tuning in.